in the midst of chaos, peace is possible. And we're really trying to teach kids grounded consistency and support because when you look at the word uh, impossible, you see that it says, I am possible. So in our toolkit to teach kids to relax, we work on helping them to find a state of calm by really allowing kids to release any worry or anxiety or exhaustion. These feelings of disconnection, stress, and anxiety and trauma are so challenging, and they could lead to the ruminating black hole of depression. When we add playful movement and exercise, we can create open awareness for the body, mind, and heart to heal. Other examples of challenging issues that children face that cause the worry and the exhaustion are the competitive atmosphere in schools, peer pressure, fear of missing out when we see things on Facebook and technology, body insecurity, magazines, TV, and advertisements are horrible in giving kids body insecurity. With our stressful schedules and outside circumstances, life challenges and changes like divorce and family stressors, it really affects our skills and our social skills and how we interact. So when we add in super stretch mindfulness, yoga, and fitness, it helps us to get support and feel grounded. It allows us to create mindful practices to keep ourselves in check to see where we are at and to understand and create emotional intelligence. One thing that I like to offer kids is, especially for tweens and parents, to teach about stress and multitasking is to talk about books, especially by Mr. or Dr. Halliwell. Delivered from Distraction is a great book. His website is good, uh, drhalliwell.com. Four Weeks to an Organized Life with ADHD by Jeffrey Freed and Joan Shapiro. Taking Charge of Adult ADHD is a good book. And the Anxiety and Phobia Workbook by Edmund Bourne. Another thing is to really teach kids about the brain science and neurology, how your brain works so that you learn not to flip your lids. And then to show gentler ways to watch the thoughts as they happen with meditation allows you to teach acceptance of positive and negative thoughts, that they are not your thoughts, and we get to choose. A great thing is a book called Smart Moves, Why Learning's Not All in Your Head, that teaches some brain science to parents. And then when you're working with books for parents, Conscious Parent is a great book. No Mud, No Lotus by Thich Nhat Hanh is a fantastic book. And Conscious Discipline, by Dr. Becky Bailey. Every inhale and every exhale allows you to strengthen the positive and educate about the negative. One thing to help you to prepare for these coping strategies is to really look into movement and that brain-body connection. So you're teaching the downstairs brain behavior a ways to get intervened by using movements that activate the parasympathetic nervous system. There are some great postures that you can use to find that balance. Just refer to your book.
when you refer to the book and get that grounded consistency that a yoga practice offers you, you can create poses for depression, like heart openers and backbends. You can do art of the elephant, where you sway from side to side. You can even stamp the feet, shake out the body, and have a dance party. You could do a mudra, or a breath work like bunny breath, to help you to get out of that depressive funk. You could do joy the candle pose, and even supine butterfly, where you lay on your back and you feel supported. If you have ADD or ADHD, you could focus on lion's breath or a tree pose where you're doing a standing pose for grounding. You can think of down dog or plank pose to give you uh, that support. You can try to do a hero pose or dancer pose where you're balancing your strengths. Twists allow you to strengthen your back and even coming into happy baby. One of the favorite things to do for ADD, ADHD is core stability poses like riding a bike or doing boat poses and child's pose where you place one potato, two potato hands and you allow your forehead to rest on your hands to get a nice forward fold to relax your system and breathe into your low back. Same thing that monkey pose does where you're in honey, the silly monkey, and you fold over for two minutes. You're allowing the parasympathetic nervous system to kick in, and you're giving yourself an opportunity to regulate your systems. It's an autonomic relaxation response, which alters your hormone levels. And this forward fold affects the cervical and lumbar spine and automatically turns on the parasympathetic nervous system. Great poses for anxiety to do are frog pose, a, a for, any forward fold, twist to uncoil your back. And when you do twisting poses, it helps your adrenals and your kidneys and allows you to strengthen your spine. One of my favorite things to do is to do a chi awakening experience where you do a body tapping sequence. You start by tapping your face and then you move for, to tap your ears and listen to the sounds. You tap the top of your head, your eyebrows, your sinuses, your jaw, your neck. You can even tap the chest like your king of the jungle in your tarsan. And you move the breath to tap the ribs and the tummy. And then you go all the way down your arms, down the shoulders to the fingertips, and then back up the bottom underside of your arms to your armpits. And then switch shoulders to fingertips, underside of your arms to your armpits. From there, you kind of tap your ribs, your tummy, feel all your internal organs getting a really nice little tap to awaken them, and go all the way down your thighs, your shins, to your toes. And when you hang over and just let it all flow, it allows you to breathe. Even here, you could do a little uh, teepee pose and do a little bit of a twist where you keep one hand down and reach the other arm up, waving your fingers and then switch, bringing that palm down and the other arm up, stretching the fingers up high. And then with both hands down to the ground, you slowly roll up one little breath at a time, trying to take about three deep breaths to roll up to come into a comfortable space so that you get into a space where you release anxiety and stress. Just like a cat-cow, every inhale and every exhale, 
allows you to release negativity. And then if you feel like you have sleep disorders, you could do a yoga nidra, a deep sleep body scan. You could even do child's pose. That's a great way to build up reservoirs of energy. Joy pose or legs up the wall pose is a great place to get rid of any sleep disorder. And a spinal twist where you lay on your back. Every inhale and every exhale allows you to release challenges. Every breath allows you to release anything that's bothering you so you can come into a proactive state versus a reactive state in challenging situations. So you can release a stressful life and where you allow good skills and coping mechanisms to begin to navigate your life circumstances. Inhaling and exhaling is so powerful and it has an amazing way to create a grounded sensation, to feel connected and stand and be in your truth.